I'm struggling. 500 milligrams of caffeine a day. I'm good. 500 milligrams? Yeah, bad. He's stepping up, boy. Like just today. <laughs> I'm only supposed to have four. Well, too bad. <laughs> My jacket. <laughs> With the addition of headphones, Russ forces me to listen to his own warped soundtrack. Welcome to McKinney Manor. Let's do this together. I really don't like this man. Oh, welcome back to Fives the Crowd. With the addition of. Or the subtraction of one. <laughs> <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> the subtraction of one. So now we've got four as a gig. Yes, there's four of us. <laughs> uh, Chris is not here with us tonight. He is in another realm of sickness and tiredness. And just around the table here is the four of us. We got Cam, Spare. Tony, and oh. Zach. Hola. And I'll be hosting tonight. My name is Austin. If you're new here, please hit that subscribe down below. And uh, buckle up, because tonight is going to be a spooky night. A spooky. Yeah, so we have actually been wanting to talk about McAmy Manor for since for the ages. beginning of this podcast, I want to say. Every Halloween. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it is, it's right? always spooky season, right? That we want to talk about it. But have you guys, What I, I wanted to open this asking, what have you guys actually heard about McAmy Manor? Because I remember the first time you and I ever spoke about it, it was like, look at this, there's a $20,000 attraction down in Tennessee we can go yeah. to. I, I was going to say, uh, the last time I researched it was forever ago, so I don't know what's actually accurate today, but I feel like I know, assuming that what I researched back then, as opposed to today, I feel like I know quite a bit. Okay. But, well, yeah. what do you know? I'm curious. So, again, back then... Yeah. I remember that. So you have to sign this ridiculous waiver that's like 40 something pages. Yes, that's correct. Um, and then the wait list to even get in, if you get accepted, is like two or three years out. Jeez. Oh. And it's like the, the fact that there's that many people wanting to do this is is insane. But um, but like then you have to provide doctor's notes. You have to provide like a a mental exam that you're okay to do this, all this kind of stuff. And then, yeah, I, yeah. So I remember how our conversation started and it was because back in the day, and I don't know how accurate this is, but there was that asylum out in, what was it like? Tooele? Tooele area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the claim back when we were young was that it was filled with actually insane Crazy people. people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, you know exactly that. what I'm no, talking about. I remember about. that. Uh -huh. And so the idea was, and I, I wonder if, I'm wondering if you could actually pull it up if it is fact or fiction. Because the urban legend locally was that if you made it through to the end, you got your entrance fee back. Yeah. yeah. Right? Did and you ever hear like about expensive. this? Yeah, and there was like, like three floors or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. Three or and four it was floors. like, and it was like no holds bar. Like yeah. you sign a thing that it's like you are walking through with actual mental patients who we don't like, we don't know what they're capable of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but, they could, and you consent to them touching you 
and all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. So, I mean, it is a real place. Asylum 49, haunted hospital. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's still around. Oh, it's still funny. around, but now Very it's Very scary. We do not recommend small children or immature adults. <laughs> immature. Dang. You can be touched. <laughs> that, that excludes everyone at this table. Yeah, Dang you, it. You can be touched, grabbed, separated from your group, detained in small dark areas, and left. Strapped to a metal bed and worked on by the crazies. Now, is this one actually the one in Tooele? Yeah, right there. Really? Tooele, Utah. So, yeah. So if I heard, again, it's all rumors, hearsay, but I heard that when it very first opened, they did. They had actual mental patients, and it was almost like a legitimate asylum. Yeah. But then they got hit with all kinds of like human rights stuff that you're exploiting the patients and all this stuff. So then they turned it into a fictional haunted house still yeah, still claiming the name asylum 49 but now it is all fake and actors and everything i but. mean it sounds farce yeah <laughs> like you, the pure fact that you're using real mental patients as, right? a, as a prop in your own haunted we're just house. trying to give them a you know a working job a sense of purpose <laughs> and, then this, and then the schizophrenia kicks in and we don't know what they're capable of some people just never come out <laughs> yeah, so this this haunted house, this attraction itself really started our conversation on, well, what kind of haunted houses could we do? And I remember we went through and we shared all these different haunted houses and it even went down to that one in California that's super popular with all the, it's like the maze. Um but it's a real house. What's that? Uh, the the lady whose husband owned the gun oh, business, the Winchester, the Winchester Manor. Yeah, right. Because it has like wings so that go bad. to nowhere. Oh yeah, they. She continued she, to build until she died, basically. Yeah, because the rumor was that as long as she kept building, the spirits would stay away. Yeah, because yeah. every the fortune teller told her that everyone who was ever killed by a Winchester gun would come back to haunt her. Oh man! So she created a maze in her house, like. Stairs to walls, windows in the floor, doors that open to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So scary, man. I want to go. So eventually, like this definitely caught wind, and I can't remember when. It must have been like early 2000s. It looks Maybe about when this website was made. <laughs> yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Look at that. That looks like MySpace days. Dude, it's so janky. <laughs> Actually, that might be the exact uh, same format as MySpace. Like okay. old MySpace. Dude, <laughs> it feels MySpacey. Yeah, I miss MySpace. Yeah, I finally got MySpace back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, back around like mid two thousands, I want to say, is when McAmy Manor really caught the attention of the media. And the owner, his name's Russ. Russ, dude, I I remember when we caught wind of this place. It seemed so outlandish. The website is atrocious in itself. (laughs) Also crap. Check this thing out. It is garbage. Could you? Why are you putting blue font on top of that? You barely read any of it. (laughs) This is part of the torture. Design class. Jeez. (laughs) This is part of the torture. You're not even supposed to. to You're not supposed to have more than two fonts. (laughs) They got one for everything there, (laughs) man. Uh, I hate it. (laughs) So I watched a few episodes or videos that I could find to kind of get more information on this whole thing. And apparently the owner, Russ, doesn't make any money off of this. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's a non-profit. It does say, like when I looked it up just a second ago before their website crashed my browser. (laughs) 
It's too intense. Jeez. It's too Are we scary. still recording? Yeah, that's still going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where the heck did it go, though? Jeez. Yeah, they... It said that it was a non-profit. Yeah, so... So right here, it says non-profit haunted house attraction in San Diego. Yeah, so it actually is moved. Wait, is so it in San but here, Diego? But the it picture shows Tennessee. It, is, it did start in California, so that, do, that does ring true to San Diego. Yes, okay. Rolling Stones. That's where it started. But it's, Ten- it moved it to Tennessee in okay. 2017. That's yeah. what I thought. So McKamey Manor officially started or broke ground in 2001, and the owner, Russ... And his wife, or well, now ex-wife at the time, owned <laughs> McKamey Manor, which actually was just their house. So it started out as like a local attraction where he made their own house into a haunted house. Holy! That they would then attract, you know, the locals. Who the would kids be the would first to try it out? Well, especially so in someone's house. It started house. out very G. Oh, okay. It, it's okay. like it was like the avalanche. Uh, I got crazy. You. So it started out very GPG stuff, a little bit of animatronics, little tiny jump okay. scares. Just your classic neighborhood yeah. on it. Okay. And so, but he went off the rails with it. And apparently this guy also went through, or he's a retired vet for the army, I want to say. And he learned interrogation tactics and all these kinds oh, of things geez. that he then now uses on his own haunt. Um, so it started in his yard, eventually made it into like, you know, through the whole house type thing. And then it started to get kind of scary. And I want to say it was around 2005 or 2006 when you actually had to start signing waivers and they had actors who would begin to like push and shove. And it started to get a little bit more physical. Um, at some point, I don't know when, but then it actually started to become an actual, what he likes to call a haunt. And you can actually, in his interviews, you see how he seems like such a jolly, happy, like <laughs> sane person. But then it's the minute that camera flips on and the haunt starts, dude, it's almost like he's bipolar. He becomes this. He's got a passenger. Up other person. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, he's got a demon. It's crazy. And at some point, people started getting bruises. Like they started getting hit and like they, but they were covered because of the waiver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as all psychopaths do, starts to, <laughs> you know, a little bit more, a little bit more every single year. And eventually his wife, I believe at the time, let me pull up my notes. Cause his wife actually ended up buying him a van just wait. It gets just crazy. Sounds like these I, two I were a little I, kinky. <laughs> uh, okay, man. I, I tried to keep my notes straight. Um, oh, yeah. So that's also when the media coverage kind of started and they would get the $20,000 reward to anyone who could actually finish the haunt. But it, simultaneously, uh, his wife would start telling him he needs to tone it down. He needs to calm. He's being a little bit too ridiculous with these haunts. And she actually bought him a van. I don't know. Could you pull up the picture of the van? I don't know if you could type it in. but um, So she bought him a van for these haunts. And that began the red van era, which is where they would begin the haunt with an abduction. 
So you would agree to show up to some at random time, spot, some random time. location, and you didn't exactly know when it was going to happen or how, but he would just roll up, an entourage would hop out of this red van, and they would kidnap, bind you, you whatever, kidnap you, throw you in the back, and that began the haunt. What? So it effectively moved the haunt out of their house because his wife got kind of tired of it, even though she was kind of into it in the beginning. Jeez. And they, you know, peop- the, there was some interviews that I watched where the initial people that did these haunts, they were told they were being taken to a warehouse to where they would be tortured and all these things. So what I can really truly find is that he's a mastermind at messing with your psyche. And mm-hmm. think and like the it's yeah. the perception mm-hmm. that bad things like really really bad things are going to happen to you, and so in the back of these vans, they would say they're on their way to a destination, and really they'd just be doing laps around something, and in the back just of this van you're just getting tortured Jeez. to the point of where they, there it is That's that it. thing, <laughs> that red van, Grody, and. uh yeah, people would just be in the back of that van until Dang, they effectively tapped out. Yeah. Wait, so they wouldn't even get to the like haunted house? No, they wouldn't even get to like the warehouse because his wife just wanted it out of their house. And that was the solution. I don't know if they'd ever end up at a location and like just pull them out and start doing things, but I would imagine the cops would get called at that point because it would look <laughs> too sus. Right. You know what I mean? But Jeez. I don't know. Anyway, I here's the thing is I want to show videos because it's so disturbing. But I don't want to get hit with copyright. Dude, curious so many to know what those... Well, some of these videos are age-restricted, too. Yes. I was say, I'm curious ones. to know what that, vi- that photo is of the age restriction. You can turn it on. I'm not going to show the screen. Oh, it's just a... Oh, that's a, a prop. Yeah, that's a prop. It just sees all the Weird. red and assumes it's real blood. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh yeah. Spider oh, on the face. Go. Got him. Nope. Spider on the that, face. That got you right then. Yep. Yeah, You're not gonna do it now. Nope. <laughs> so, I don't know. I remember when we f- saw this, we were like, we should do it. I think we could do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, quickly oh, after heck watching no, dude. these videos, no. Heck thanks. no. There. Well, they say they say it's almost uh, defined as volunteer torture. Yeah, that's like, exactly what it is. It, well, yeah, because even in the in the frequently asked questions on their janky website, <laughs> it said something like, will we be hurt? And it, like, expresses how you need to be in extremely good yes. physical shape in order to do this. Uh-huh. Although I thought it was <clears throat> funny in the frequently asked <clears throat> questions as well. It said... Can I be kicked out for anything? And it said, yes, we do not accept vulgar language. Uh, oh, they're just or they're foul just, language, vulgar language, pushing or shoving of any kind. I was like, this is the Lord's Wait house. <laughs> Wait a minute. So they could probably do it all to you, but you're not allowed to do something back. I mean, no, I'm, I'm swearing for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. But like I could see the uh, pushing back and everything. Yeah, see, we do not allow foul language, pushing vulgar behavior. Weapons of any kind is, yeah. is understandable. Unless it's us doing it. Yeah. So I heard somewhere, and I, I don't know, but like kind of in this, it might be in their Q&A here, but 
I heard that you can have a safe word. Yes. But then it's up to the employees if they even want to abide by it or not. No. Well, I'm sure that the, I'm sure that the waiver that they sign negates any of that. Because I mean, at any point they can, like as if in, they it were, doesn't matter. Yeah, because if they were to ever sue and say, "Oh well, I said my safety word and you continued," like there has to be a clause like in there that in saves there. them. Yeah, and that's what they say. They say with the with the waiver you sign, you need to read it thoroughly. Yeah, because well, there's more to it. Oh, okay. So, um, so then after this whole van era, stuff started to go downhill for Russ big Whoa. time. Like, Big time. Like he ran into tax issues with the government. He lost all of his animatronics, pretty much all of his props for his haunted houses. And lost how? Like they his, were taken away? Yeah, I would assume. I'm not sure. And his wife ended up leaving him. So he was like mm. on a downward spiral. And that is when he effectively left California for Tennessee. And so when then, I don't know if it was like a legal dispute or what, because when he moved out to Tennessee, that's when the 45-page document came into play that okay. you mentioned in the uh-huh. beginning. And so that, that, that is crazy. We'll dive into the 45-page document here in Jeez. just a little bit. Um, I'm just giving a quick timeline. So, They're also open in Alabama. He has two locations. He has two locations now? Yeah, Summerton, Summertown. Tennessee and Huntsville, Alabama. Wow, that's I don't even under so that doesn't make any sense to me that he have multiple locations because it's nonprofit. So no, they, no. there's no entrance fee. And there's how do a, they make money? Yeah, that's my point. And they, I heard uh, they also have like that twenty thousand dollar reward to anyone who survives it. But there's literally no way you're going to survive it. No one would. That's because they want to give you the money, <laughs> you're right? Um, they make sure you won't survive it. <laughs> I heard they. They take payment in dog food. Yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. his, his only right. stipulation and for, and as payment to him is a big bag of dog food as a donation for his dog. That's like his only That's form funny. of payment. And then you can give him a tip, but obviously it's not required, or at least that he says that it's not. Um, and from what I've gathered in watching some of the videos and the tortures and everything, there's basically no way for you to win. You're just there to torture yourself and see how long you can last before you quit. I think they say that the torture itself lasts. I, I, I read things saying that it lasted over six hours. I don't know, but the, or maybe that was the longest anyone had ever endured, but that's supposed to be like a 24 hour haunt or something. So if you can last 24 hours. Yeah. But the longest anyone's ever lasted is six. six. <laughs> and yeah. So Jeez. anyways, um, I wonder if he, it'd be funny if like, you know how restaurants are, are like, they'll put your face up on the wall if you can eat their biggest burger or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. It'd be funny if he had like, uh, like takes your picture, puts your name up on the wall as far as how long you can last just to see like a record standing to see it's like, okay, six hours is the record to be, you know, kind of thing. Just as, yeah. as kind of a fun Dill, but you don't see the wall until after you're done. So after you're done, you quit. You can come out and be like, you know, see the wall and or yeah. something. I don't know. Dang it. yeah. It's just like different hour marks and who their faces at wherever they. Yeah. Move. Well, the hard part about it is, is it seems like every single haunt is totally different from what I've seen on the videos. Like you can click on any of those links there on the right, the movies, and it'll take you to like their haunt. And it is, it looks terrifying. 
I don't know. Now man. I'm curious. Have you never seen one? Because uh, I feel like we watch. We, I don't think I've ever actually gone to their website. I've tried searching them on YouTube, but YouTube is very minimal as far as I assumed it was because they want you to go to their website so they don't put too much up. There's elsewhere. nine videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And he records it all. And it's I, I'm imagining he records it all for his own safety in the courts. That's a good point. And so, his weird fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember when we were first kind of looking into this, there was the video of the two girls. And uh, do you remember this one? They're in their car, and they're all, they're like cute girls, all done up, you know, night out with the girls. But it's these two girls, they're like, oh, we're on our way to McKamey Manor. And they're, like, yeah, they're all excited <laughs> and everything. And, and then they kind of like pull up to a spot, and then they say, they're like, they're like, okay, we'll let you know how it goes. And then the video kind of cuts, and then it comes back, and they're driving home, and it seriously reminds me of the meme with John Travolta and Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction, <laughs> and their makeup is down their face, they're just messed up, they're not saying a single word, and they're just both staring straight, just, oh. like, you can tell they've just been ran through the <laughs> ringer, like, oh, man. But it's just it was only ran, like twenty ran, minutes later. I know, right? <laughs> ran, ran through means totally different thing these days now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it still applies. <laughs> uh, so, part in part of my research of this McAmy Manor, I came across there's a mini docu series on Netflix about haunted attractions around the globe and i want to gosh what was it called well it's called dark tourist and it's in the the very last episode it's called back in the usa and that the audio clip that i use at the very beginning that's from that because he kind of goes through the process and the beginnings of how you go through it and some of the facts and he kind of meets the owner and his girlfriend and all this it and I, I, I tell you, you watch the episode. The guy seems like a great, like, like you could be friends with him. But then it's like the minute it starts, like he's in character. He's in character, and he—that's his argument—is that he's an entertainer. And so it's like when it's light camera action, he turns into this person, and just yeah. So I don't know, man. It I I have a hard time believing this man is completely sane because some of these the videos I will warn you, anyone watching this, if you do go search any of these McAmy Manor videos, just prepare. It is the darkest stuff to watch. Oh like my it, gosh, it now feels I'm so dark. <laughs> darkest stuff this side of the dark web, dude. It feels <laughs> so wrong. Like you're almost watching a a snuff film. Oh, it feels geez. it feels way wrong to watch the because they're just getting slapped and yelled at and slammed into water and it hit. And uh, wait, are those films bad to watch? I, I mean, I mean, they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, comment. That's what I thought. Ron, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Mixture of both. Uh, a little bit of Malfoy. Yeah. So in that docu series. Um, He's interviewing him before he goes, and and Russ says, so you know you're going to get cuts and bruises and sprains and possible broken bones. What? Maybe death. Wait, it could happen, but in 16 years of doing the extreme stuff, we've never had death. No. Not yet. 
And then the interviewer says, but have you ever had a heart attack? And he says, yeah, yeah, we have. Oh my and his girlfriend is sitting, like sitting there right next to him during this interview. And she says, you're not going to die. But the part of the fun is just for that moment that you actually might die. Shit, and that that's thrilling. Fun. That's the thrill you're chasing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The feeling of almost death. And I will tell you what. His girl, like she, he's probably like mid fifties. I would, I would guesstimate his girlfriend looks to me like mid twenties. Can you and, pull up a picture of him? And she is attractive <laughs> and it makes no effing sense. Also a freak. And what's but, their bedroom look like? <laughs> you you got to see her smile. Like she, she's in this interview and she's giving it all like. She seems really joyful and happy, and and then she gives you this smile, and you're like, "There's the insanity. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's the crazy. crazy. I see woman. it. It's like that one actress who plays Vicky Valancourt in The Water Boy. Oh uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I know. Is exactly. that the girlfriend? Her name's yeah. Holly. Yep, that's her. Look at that smile, dude. Ew. Yeah, dude. Ew. Dude, that girl, yeah, seems way young. But she, she's, that, like, she's Harley Quinn. Right? Like, compared that's to a, him? That's him. Oh that's my Russ. Gosh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Creepy. Weird. I don't know, man. Oh, look, look. Okay, man, some of these pictures alone are enough to freak you out. Like, what is going on there? Is that a dummy? That has that's to be a, a dummy. dummy. Is that a, no, I don't, is it? No. Oh, wait, I maybe don't not. know. I, don't I think, think that so. actually is a person. I know they'll actually like strap you down and slap you around and all kinds of stuff. Jeez. Jeez. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, dude, it's tough to watch. Ew. I'm telling you, man, it's oh it's gosh. eerie. It's creepy. There's got to be like, you got to have some weird fetish about this stuff if you're doing it for free. That's just it too. Is in the, the interviewer calls him is, is like, is it, you know, he's like, you got to be making money somewhere. He's like, otherwise, why would you be doing it? And his argument is just that I'm an entertainer and I like to entertain. This is not entertainment. He's like, I'm not selling any of my videos. The only money I make is $800 from my retirement for work. You know, my time in the military. <laughs> and that's all the money I make. That's his big old spiel is that I do this for entertainment. Good heavens. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, There's got to be, be making money. I mean, because it says, it even said something about donations aren't required, but recommended. Yeah, well, because he's broke AF. $800? Well, dude, nobody can live off of that these days. Yeah. Not even a little. Um. So here comes, so in this docuseries that I was watching, he, they kind of go through the process of how you go from like applying and then once you're accepted and then everything that kind of follows suit. Okay. And so, um, for whatever reason now there's, I don't know if it's a requirement or just highly recommended, but now it's funny I'm wearing one. (laughs) They, they really highly request that you wear a onesie. I don't, he says it just does great for video. I don't know why. I don't. I, I think it's another. Yeah, I think it's fetish-y. another part of his fetish. What type of onesie? Yeah, for this real. Type. They make different kinds like for women. Like a zip up. I don't know. What are you talking about, onesie for women? Have you seen the new style for women? What like, style? The jumpers. Like, yeah, it's like a one. No, uh, it's like a legit, like a baby onesie. A what? That snaps and everything. 
Yeah, it's like a t-shirt that comes down, snaps in the crotch, like a actual baby onesie. Weird. To wear out in, like, everyday life. Yeah, yeah under, then you put pants your pants on. Oh, that's not a onesie. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. It's to give you that straight look without... Oh, the ones yeah. that go down under the crotch. Like, and yeah, unit- yeah. Like a baby oh. onesie. They're kind of like a unitard in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. yeah. It's a onesie. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess kind of. I, I, yeah, I don't... I, I think it's called a unitard. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Come onesies That word on always... Like, you're like, right. That's true. On a baby, it's a onesie. On a woman, it's a unitard. Yeah, but you're on right. a man, it's Austin's gay. meaning like the <laughs> Austin's meaning the onesie that goes like to your wrist pajamas. and to your ankles, yeah, like pajamas. Like, oh, yeah, yeah like the onesie pajamas, footy pajamas. I'm wearing one right now, and uh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know why. So <laughs> the the guy showed up and he had like a dog one on, and then the guy that he was going through it with, he had been training for this. And I guess he was like a huge adventure thrill seekers type. He had done like the Iron Man. He'd done multiple marathons, you know, super fit. He was in his 50s, mentally tough. And uh, so him and this interviewer who didn't even want to go do it is doing it. And they start off with, they call it the waiver ceremony. <laughs> they show up at a, a, an undisclosed location and... They are there to read every sentence of the waiver out loud. Out loud. Oh, dang. so they need to read every single sentence of this forty-five page waiver out oh, loud, gosh. and that's that, torture enough. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right? what the interviewer said. <laughs> but you got to think as you're reading these these lines of jargon, you know, your brain already starts to yeah, fill you're with starting ideas. to feel like what is going to happen in the back Jeez. of this. And so they have to read that. This like ceremony. You can't be allergic to eggs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh, why are you using eggs? <laughs> what are you going to do with those eggs? <laughs> they say that this ceremony lasts five hours. Oh, not for me. I read on a third grade reading level. <laughs> it's like, at least 15. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to reread parts of it. Can I, I take this home? Like, right. <laughs> he's going to get to the point where he's rereading it so much that he tortures them. Yeah. They're like, come on, just get through it. Today, Junior. Mispronouncing words the whole time. Oh, my gosh. And then... After they finish reading the the waiver, then he calls the local police department, Russ does, to let them know, hey, we're doing a show today. If any of the locals call, please, you know, don't show up and shoot me. Is this still in his house then? Yeah, it's it's on his property. Oh my god. That it all takes place. So as the neighbors hear screaming, it's like, nope, this is all Man, this could so be set up for a murder. Oh, 100 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially that the local PD is, in, like, in a sense in on it. Oh, yeah, and it's funny because he calls them. They pick up, and he's like, hey, we're doing a show today. you know. And the cop on the other line is like, okay, I'll let the, everyone know. Like, hey, this is standard protocol. Yeah, and then they go and murder someone, and everybody doesn't know a difference. Yeah, right? Jeez. Someone goes missing. How many people have been murdered? Here's the thing, you bunch of vagabonds, people who don't have family to go to. Right. You never know. That's how he makes his money, is he sells body parts. <laughs> oh, my gosh, what if? He's, Dude. like, in the black market selling yeah. livers and eyes. and right? Or he, the videos he's filming, he's putting on the black, the dark web. Oh, my gosh. What if, he's, what if he's, like, Saw? Yeah, dude. 
He puts them oh. in a scenario that they have to like. He's like John Kramer. Have you ever talked to anyone who's been through the manor? <laughs> I, don't I know haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they never make it out. <laughs> uh, as you mentioned in the beginning of the the McCamey Manor, there was no safe word. So you just kind of. I don't know how it came how to end. end? Like, yeah. How do you just get out? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't know. You have to escape. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude, for real. You have to get kicked out. Yep. I'm going to use profanity. <laughs> uh, we don't allow that. <laughs> You're going to have to leave. Oh, darn. The guy's, the guy's like choking you on the table and you just kind of like push him. He's like, what was that for? He's like, you're out. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you shove like me? Flick him in the forehead. <gasps> oh, After he just punched you in the gut. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man, I lost where Make I was. Make it weird on him. They come at you with something. You're like, harder, daddy. Guy's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not touching this guy again. I'm out. <laughs> you see that joke where it was like they need the BDSM community to go to those rallies? <laughs> they're firing like rubber bullets. Yes. Like, uh, like, oh, harder, daddy. And the yes. cops are like, what just happened? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, now there, now there is a safe word. There's, oh. You have to give a phrase, and then they will quit effectively. Do they provide the phrase? No, you provide you, your you own. You can come up with one. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and in and they that, have to abide by it. Yes, oh. at least that they did for the episode that I watched. Yeah, and it's funny because the guy who had been training for this event that did it with the interviewer, the interviewer. I don't even, I can't recall if he even made it to the warehouse, but it's terrifying, dude. They out the gate, they make them put on a diaper and a straight jacket. Oh my God. They throw them into the bed of this van and I, oh, oh, they also, at the very beginning, they duct tape their eyes shut. Oh so yeah. They show wrap, a picture there. They wrap oh. their head in duct tape. And they Jeez. put the, at least for this one, they put the mouth things that like open your mouth really wide. And then they did the straight jacket and, and all that, threw them in the bed of the truck. And, you know, we're on the way or whatever. And the interviewer's like, I, I don't think I can do this. You could tell he was really like scared. already nervous. And he, and he just starts slapping him. He's like, you haven't seen nothing, anything yet. And you could just see his, like, panic wheel starts kicking Jeez. in. And then they make it to whatever location. And he's he's like, I'm done. I, 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 I quit. He gives his little phrase. And then his guy that he went with that was training for this i don't know how long he'd been training he only lasted a few minutes longer no they, way they took him into the warehouse and they started water waterboarding him oh he was oh. like 25 second waterboardings and i'd just, be done he was done yeah Jeez. so but i don't I, think you can prepare for that like oh. it reads in, it reaches into a side of your like primal fear that you can never like well yeah just the pure fact that you're like i i could die yeah you're on death's door like you're the closest to death you've probably ever been which is that you you have no idea what death's actually gonna feel like yeah but nothing could prepare you for that yeah that kind of torture like the whole the whole point of waterboarding the reason it was outlawed is because <laughs> it feels like dying yeah it feels it's like you're drowning you get to drowning yeah. without being underwater yeah no thanks 
Jeez. Wasn't it you that wanted to drown? No. <laughs> no, it's him that's afraid of it. I know, yeah. I know. That was it's joke. you that was saying you're like a freak about it. I think I'd be it. fine about it, you know? You know, dip me under. It's a little cold. You know when you guys are swimming. Thirsty anyways, you know? You're running low on breath and you're just not to the surface yet. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I didn't say it was fun. Yeah, you did. I just said it wasn't bad. You're <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're just like, oh, man, I'm not going to make it. It's like neat. one of those unlocked kinks. No. Well, <laughs> it's just, it happens like ping. No, it's definitely not a Jess line. is smothering him until almost the point of blackout. <laughs> uh-huh. His face is turning blue. <laughs> He's seen that. He's like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't care. This episode's not safe for life anyway. We didn't expose that until now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, topic, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I love the whole like... <laughs> The women asking, like, men, when we when you ask us to sit on your face, do you do you mean for oh. us to hover? Like, no, smother us until we die. <laughs> 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 oh. Um gosh, what else was there? I'm trying to read through my notes here. So yeah, located in Tennessee, twenty-four thousand people are currently on the wait list for the McGamey Manor. Is it so because it's just on this property on his on his property uh-huh. um I'm assuming it's just like one at a time or maybe just two or three at a time yeah they'll take uh I, I've seen videos of them too yeah there's four right there okay they'll take groups which I honestly feel like would be more scary but it's not like your typical haunted house where they're sending you through as no and so so I could see why now the wait would be forever because if there's 24,000 people... Well, it would be like one a day, essentially, one group or yeah. person a day. Well, I just don't understand, like, the waiver ceremony, five hours a day. Like, and, like that has yeah. to be part of Do you go through the, the thing on the same day as the waiver day, or do you have waiver yeah. day and then... No, it's the same day. So okay. the minute you finish, then they, you know... Start the torture. Gosh, so this, yeah, it's literally all day long, man. Doesn't sound like, worth it at all. If you go five hours for the waiver and then six hours, let's just say the guy who went six hours, it's like you're at 11 hours now of the day just to do this effing crap. Like, oh. <laughs> just to feel like garbage. My my work day is like almost at a close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just right? Sorry. But that's his favorite part, you know? It has to be a kink, dude. It has to be. It's got to be. It has to be him and him and his girlfriend are going back watch rewatching the videos and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm to. saying. So I did want to read this bunch uh, of freaks. I wanted to read this on Don't the. Judge. This is their own warning <laughs> from their website. Be warned, McCamey Manor is not your standard boo haunted house. <laughs> this is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie. This is a rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health to participate. Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McCamey Manor. New for 2023, McCamey Manor presents Descent, the next evolution in interactive survival horror theater. Understand that each tour will be different based upon your personal fears and can last up to six hours. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach your own personal breaking point. Do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything you cannot get wet. If anything, if anyone becomes rowdy, pushing, shoving, running, they will be immediately removed. <laughs> no running. No questions asked. Anyone that has been drinking alcohol or taking drugs will not be allowed to participate in the hunt and will be asked to leave the property. 
At check-in, you will be required to show ID. The waiver pr- process for descent will last two hours. Oh, so they've sped up the process. That's nice. Good. One performance only per week. Specific oh, wow. requirements must be met in order to ever take the tour. Think about the average 10 to 20 minute haunt or a theme park at a Halloween and what you've experienced. Was it really interactive and scary? At the new McKamey Manor, you will experience thrills that you have never seen before. You will be tested to the very core. If things become too much, you can always quit. Weird. I don't know, dude. I kind of want to show a video, but I don't because it's it's literally like it. I mean, they can find him. <laughs> you feel gross. You feel really gross after oh. watching them. It feels like you're watching a real episode of Saw or something. Like That creeps me out. Like hearing the stories I've heard about like the dark web and stuff. It's this kind of stuff, but like real. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, like we said, it's it's still torture. Mm-hmm. Like even if these people are voluntarily doing it, they've signed a waiver. They're not act like actually, well, I loosely say actually getting hurt because they are getting hurt, but they're not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's still just that's sick videos to have out there. Yeah. In that, uh, that same Netflix episode, there was a couple that went after these guys that they, I, they must've went back like a week later and then that couple was going through it and they lasted much longer than the interviewer did and the other guy. And at the very end, you see them cleaning up in the showers or whatever. And one of the guys has paintball welts all up the side of him. Oh, so geez. he was like getting shot at. And that, it, that's what I'm curious about is how many different forms of torture do they have? Probably all of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, I he, just, he's been doing it long enough that I feel like he's probably got a good grip on, on too many. He's got w- some of those weird contraptions where you're like, he's going through all seizure. your arms and legs are being pulled in different directions. And like, especially where it says you can suffer sprains and possible Zach's broken got a seizure bones. going on. I am <laughs> trying to keep myself awake. I am. He's scared. I'm hitting it's a, a late night. We, it we, it's a late night tonight. It's 1145. Video um, one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was your idea. <laughs> Only for Chris, and then Chris had to bail. Christian Bale. <laughs> ah! uh, I couldn't do it. It's too crazy. No. I uh oh, I'd do I it. gonna say oh the part in no, that you it, the part in it. that thing that you just read, it said something about your greatest fear. I don't know. The way it w- was worded, it's almost as if they customize it to you and it's like so do you like let them know a handful of your say they do a background check huh but i mean i don't know how much i mean they could find all the information they need to on because it's like and stuff like in that that case it's like i'm afraid of stuffed animals and like (laughs) say some of the kindness (laughs) (laughs) so i'm afraid of affection and love gifts (laughs) chocolates (laughs) I found this waiver on Reddit that it got like part of the waiver got leaked on Reddit. And um, there was one thing on here that said to answer your thing. It says participant fully understands and agrees that one participant and once participant enters MM, there is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. Yeah. But then in the next one, this is what boggles my mind, and I don't know how they can get away with this. 
participant fully understands whether this is a legit thing or someone wrote it up. But yeah. um, it says participant fully understands that injuries may occur during their tour MM, which may include but not limited to head, neck, or back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral and re- retinal hemorrhage, subdermal hematoma, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headache, dizziness, lacerations, broken or sprained bones, torn ligaments, bleeding wounds, scrapes and or cuts, heat stroke or drowning, and does not hold MM responsible. Yay, oh, Pepto Bismol. Like <laughs> yeah, I should fix it. Like reading, reading this, it makes it, uh, oh, here's another one too. Um, agrees that various fluids such as food coloring, grease, theatrical blood, and other liquids may be placed in participants' mouth. It is oh. the participants' responsibility not to swallow these fluids? Like it literally just sounds I would like throw up on them. You've you. They will make you eat it. Yeah, I read that somewhere too. Oh, if you gosh. vomit at any given point, they will make you eat. It would just your be vomit. repetitive vomiting. Yeah. Then, yeah. like, it sounds to me like literally this place is just this waiver. If you sign it, it excuses them of anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they could like point. they could literally murder you, and it'd be like, huh? He signed away. Well, that's a first, <laughs> right? So is it just you said his name's Russ? Is yeah. it just him doing the torturing? No, he's got guys he's got a group of it. serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> right. I want to know what their background check is. This is how they get their their uh, their Dexter demons out without murder, dude. For real, because it's like it's like Russ himself is kind of crazy for doing something like this, but not to mention the workers. Like, who would want to work and torture? And how people? does he pay them? I don't know. Ooh. One one I remember Volunteer. watching one a few years ago, and this girl was getting her hair ripped out by one of them. Like oh she was, gosh. she was on a table, and they were literally just grabbing her hair and ripping it out, Ooh. and just like, ooh, yeah. Here's and, two of them, and you get like, like you'll see, like they constantly just slap them and <coughs> hit them and all Here's kinds two of stuff. For you. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be fish hooked, oh. which may oh, inadvertently yeah. cause rippage to the mouth area. Uh huh. And participant <laughs> fully understands and agrees that if they are selected to visit the dentist. <gasps> that they may have a tooth extracted without Novocaine and will not hold MMM <gasps> or uh, MM liable. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah. <sighs> I don't know how you read that and then go, yeah, this is something. Yeah, I'm gonna do. do it. That sounds like a great time. It's like, oh, what are the odds that I'll get the dentist? I want to know. I wish he had a number for how many people decline after reading the. Right. Just reading that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Or I wonder oh if like because like, if you you have twenty four thousand people on a wait list and you're only doing fifty two shows or experiences a year, yeah, you would never get through that list. Ooh, here's one for you, Cam. Participant fully understands and agrees that MK Ultra may be used. No way, <laughs> MK Ultra for real? Yeah, mind control. Wow. They, they, I did see somewhere that they also try and use not hallucinogenics, uh, hypnotism. <laughs> they try and yeah. use hypnotism to also amplify uh, the mental side of things. <laughs> one, one, another one that I saw was they it's perfect for Tony. You know, I <laughs> oh, think yeah. <laughs> I think they do it in Saw, but one of them I saw they put like a you know those sun tanning goggles. This just like the little oh, circles. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they put those on some one of them. And then I want to say duct taped their mouth 
or something. And then they had a, a not a glass jar, a poly. What do they call those? That's clear. Paul, what would acrylic? What did your van have on it for a plexiglass? Window? Plexiglass it had a plexiglass cage around their head that they then filled up with some super dirty, janky water. And so, like, you're just seeing them, like, in this, not really being able to see, just cover. Oh, man. It. Dude, I meant, he's what got if some they. Sick things going on. If they let them, um, people who have made it a certain amount of the way through it actually could come back and be the torturers. <laughs> I just. Maybe. Mm. What about, like, the after effects, you know? So. Maybe that's mental? it. People pay him to be the torturers. That'd be a way to make money because people are freaks. Yeah. That's like Hostel, the movie Hostel. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that show's messed up, dude. Where you can you can pay to torture and kill somebody, and depending on their race is how much you pay. What? And Americans cost the most because Jack. everybody wants to mess up Americans. Oh, my gosh. You've never seen that show? Uh-uh. It's, they made like three or four of them. I, I've only seen, I think I saw the second, but I know I, I've seen the first for sure. And, yeah, they like lure them into this hostel in like Germany or something like that. And then they kidnap them in their sleep and mm-hmm. take them to this like weird warehouse area. Hostel. No, the torture place, though, isn't in the hostel. The, oh, the torture place stay, is in, like... They kidnap him from a hostel. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a weird name for a place where you're supposed to stay for basically free. Like, yeah. 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 So they take him to a hostel, and then they kidnap him, take him to this warehouse where it's, like, these millionaire, billionaire-type guys who are trying to... They've done everything else you can think of that you can spend money on, and now they're to this point where... Their only other way to get their jollies off is to do that. What was that show where, and you, I, I, I would assume you, oh, oh, I'm, I'm getting little flashes of it, but they, they are all watching a big screen and there's like a bunch of billionaires in a room. Squid Game. Yeah, Squid, Squid Game. Game. Where they have the masks on. Is that what it is? Is that Squid yeah. Game? Yeah, they all have the masks on and they're like betting on who's going to die and yeah. live. And Maybe I'm thinking of it. I think I'm combining two or shows rat race. in my head. <laughs> 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 there's another one where there's like a He's building that goes into lockdown. And then it's like one of those things where they need to kill each other or be killed. Uh, and I feel like there's like billionaires watching that as that well. That does sound familiar. The Belco experiment? Yes. Is that is that one where the billionaires are watching that as well? I think so. It's it's basic. Yeah, it's like the people who work at a business. Isn't it a giant office building or something? Yeah. 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 That's yeah, giant office building, the and then now. it's like one by one. They're supposed to, like, in five minutes, you need to kill three of your coworkers, yeah. and if you don't, five of you will die randomly. Yeah, like yeah. No, but I was gonna say, like, on the the aftermath of it, it's like so you sign all this and everything, but it's like not to mention, like, not to mention just the PTSD of it. But what about the re- the actual physical recovery of it? Oh yeah, like if you have a tooth pull net pulled out. And let's say it's one of your front teeth. Like, ah. Um, now you have the dental bills and everything to go and get a fake tooth put in. And let's say a sprain or a break and you got to go through physical therapy. Now, like, I just... And then the mental on top of all that. Yeah. Like, this is it's just ridiculous. I wonder how much of that is just in there to also kind of psych the person out Mm -hmm. or if they've actually ever really truly done that. 
Well, you said he's a master of that mind yeah. stuff. Yeah, Master manipulator. It very, that very well could be, yeah. it could be just that whole dentist thing. What do they say that if you go to visit, is it just the dentist? Mm-hmm. Is that what they say in the... Oh, yeah. Oh, you read it. He was yeah. reading it, yeah. So the I wonder, I wonder if they're like part of the tactics is like, oh, you want to go visit the dentist, huh? And so they just like, you know, keep slapping them or something or, yeah. you know, do this or I'm going to take you to the dentist. Yeah. They could probably take a pair of pliers, hold it to their tooth yeah. and threaten oh. them. Like, That's true. That feeling. Watch the whole thing be like 95% mental. And the rest of it is just squirting fake blood and stuff in your face. Oh, it's not. I've watched enough. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the hair pulling, That's the slapping, true. the paintball guns, like it's... Brody. There's a lot. And I feel like they, it's, it's seriously set up for you to fail. There's no real true way to end it. You're never going to see that 20K. You're literally just going there to try and die. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, Get as close to death like, as Like maybe it's great for people who are suicidal. They're like, you know what? Yeah, let's uh, let's see what I'm made or of. Thoughts of suicide. Right? Yeah. Like, and you know like, what? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I changed my mind. I don't want to die anymore. Like, Maybe it's a come to Christ moment. Who knows? Um, Maybe they need a, those the like pills out there that say if you start having thoughts of suicide, contact your physician or whatever. Contact McGamey Medical, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds so sick and twisted. And we'll watch we'll watch one episode off the off the episode just because I I want you guys to see it. Uh, I don't want to get hit with copyright, and I don't want to subject you guys to that if you're not wanting to see it. Just wanted to be part of the conversation. So. You can go see it at your own risk. Yeah, <laughs> at your own risk. Um, definitely not safe for life. But I, I, I'm imagining this episode's a little bit short, but, you know, that's we talked about pretty much all you could talk about with McKamey Manor. It's creepy. It feels wrong. It feels like it should be illegal, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. I don't, it that's just what I'm trying to understand is why is why would it not be illegal? I like, mean, paperwork, man. Paper. You're literally signing that it you is probably okay. had it written by a lawyer. And in well, 45 pages, yes. Yeah, but in the land of the free, is this something that you should be able to do? That's it's I just that question. Like, it's like they did. What is it? They. They asked if they could do it, but they didn't ask if they should do it or whatever the phrase right. is. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You never yeah, asked just, if you should do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just seriously wonder. It's like, in like, I mean, kind of like you said, Zach, it's like, it, could he literally kill someone in this thing and then be just scot free because of the waiver? <sighs> like, I feel like he's found a loophole to murder. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, he's a maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's making money, doing hits. He's finding people in this list that someone else wants to kill, and he's like, "Cool, we got him." Oh man, I don't know. Anyway, it's creepy, but uh, we hope you enjoy this creepy season. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys here next time. Love you guys. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks for being part of this crowd.